Good morning, Chad. Morning, Tracy. Good, Good morning, morning Pam. Pamela. Hey, Ryan. Ryan? Where's Ryan? Hello, Pamela. If you're listening to this recording, it means I'm out sick today. I am pretty sure I have a cold. Yeah, his voice sounds pretty gnarly. And Cap told me I should stay home and play video games all day and all night. Ryan added the video game part. Cap will take care of any of my responsibilities, but I've hidden recordings all around the studio because I'm sure you'll miss me. End recording. How do you get these recordings here if he called out sick? He is always a mystery. I'm Pamela Kirkland. And I'm Tracy Leeds Kaplan, filling in for Ryan. It's Thursday, September 14th. This is the 10 News. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy birthday to the world. Happy birthday to the world. Wow, Tracy, you have our break room all decorated and ready for Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish holiday. Yes, since the holiday begins at sundown tomorrow on September 15th, I wanted everything to be ready for our celebration. I also have a special guest joining us in the studio, Miriam Kanani from Bay Area B'nai Mitzvah. Miriam is a Jewish educator that has officiated about 70 bar and bat mitzvahs all over the Bay Area, and she's a Hebrew teacher. Oh, there she is. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Pamela. Nice to meet you. So happy to join you for this special time. Miriam, we're so excited you're here. I have a few questions for you about the Jewish holidays. Can you start us off with what Rosh Hashanah means? Yes, I definitely can. So the word Rosh means head and Hashanah means the year. So Rosh Hashanah is the head of the year and it is the Jewish New Year. It starts on the new moon and this upcoming New Year is 5,784. That's how long we count the world as being old. 5,784? That is one big birthday. How do you celebrate? Yes, it's considered to be the world or the universe's birthday. On Rosh Hashanah, um, it's a custom to eat apples dipped in honey. And that's a favorite, favorite treat among kids. And it's also a custom to eat a round challah that is so delicious. And then Yom Kippur, right? The Day of Atonement comes next 10 days later. Yes. And those 10 days are from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, where we ask forgiveness from our family and friends. And it's a really, really special time to be with your families and celebrate. So why 10 days and not seven or eight? That's a great question. Basically, most of the Jewish holidays land on the new moon or the full moon. And so we're kind of leading up to the full moon from the new moon and counting all the way from Rosh Hashanah to the Day of Atonement. Day of Atonement. That sounds intense. Oh, yes, that one's intense. Well, if you're 13 or older, then you're supposed to not eat anything and you're supposed to fast for a whole 25 hours. It's really, really hard. And you're supposed to pray and ask forgiveness from everybody in your family that you've hurt or any friends that you need to ask forgiveness from. And you can also do a custom called Tashlich, which is when you throw breadcrumbs in the ocean or in a river or a pond. And with every breadcrumb, you let go of something that you want to ask forgiveness for. So what can I say to someone who is Jewish during this time? So in Rosh Hashanah, we say Shana 
Tova and Shana Tova means Happy New Year. So Shana means year and Tova means good. So good or Happy New Year. And in Hebrew, we actually say our noun before our verb or adjective. So it's actually literally year good. Or you're happy instead of happy new year. On Yom Kippur, you can say to someone, Som Kal, which means may you have an easy fast. Or you may also say to someone, may you be written in the book of life. And that comes from this idea that there's this giant book and we're all being written, hopefully, in the book of life in the new year. And that's decided. The book of life is opened on Rosh Hashanah and it's closed on Yom Kippur. <laughs> Just like Santa's list. Exactly. I was going to say exactly like Santa Claus's list. Hello, Miriam. Who's that voice? Oh, it's another recording that Ryan left around the newsroom. Not sure how he knows that we are in here. I shall remotely blow the shofar, the horn of the ram, as a call to repentance during the high holy days. Wow, I'm really impressed. He knows his stuff. It's one of the most significant rituals during Rosh Hashanah. He must have shofar blowing experience. I'm not sure about that. That did not sound right. No, that's not quite right either. Um, Miriam, while our ears recover, can you tell us about the shofar? Yes. So the shofar is a very ancient instrument that has been used for over 3,000 years. It is literally the horn of a ram, and it comes in so many different sizes. And the way that it was used in ancient times was to let different villages communicate with each other when it was a new moon, a new month, when it was a holiday, or when it was a, a different sacred time like Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur. So we do it on the evening of Rosh Hashanah, the day of Rosh Hashanah, the evening of Yom Kippur, and the day of Yom Kippur. Four sets of notes are traditionally played, and each of the blasts has a different meaning. Tekiah, a long blast. Shivarim, three short blasts. Teruah, nine staccato blasts. And last but not least, Tekiah Gedola, a very long blast. The long blast is really the final one to Kiagadola is really the one that's supposed to open your heart. And it's people usually close their eyes and listen because right as one sense is taken away, another sense is magnified. Let me show you how to do it. People usually take a really long breath to do it. Wow, that was great, Miriam. I hope you worked up an appetite for our holiday meal. Want to help us make some brisket and challah? Yes, I'd love to. Let's get cooking. Hi, my name's Arya, and I live in Northern California. I'm seven years old, and my favorite part of Rosh Hashanah is everything. Many religions have a tradition that includes fasting for a holiday. Yom Kippur and Judaism, Ramadan if you're Muslim. But did you know that your body fasts every night? What? The word breakfast comes from breaking the fast. While you were sleeping, your body was fasting, and your first meal in the morning broke that fast. Your break fast. Unless you're a sleepwalking eater. And no, those are not crumbs on my pillow. 
Hi, my name is Ava. I'm 16 years old. I live in California, and my favorite part of Rosh Hashanah is family. Hey, Chad. Why do you have your head out the window? Well, well, a Ryan recording told me to look at the moon. We're getting close to the fall equinox on September 23rd, and that means we'll see a harvest moon. Oh, that sounds cool. Why is it called a harvest moon? Well, aside from being during the harvest, it's called the harvest moon because it was a huge help to farmers. The full moon acted like a flashlight, shining super bright in the sky so they could stay out late in the fields and make the most of the harvest. Okay, but why is it so bright? That's because the harvest moon rises much closer to sunset. It shows up just as the sun goes down. Most moons rise about 50 minutes later each night. If tonight the moon rises at 7 p.m., then tomorrow night's moon will be at 7.50. But not the harvest moon. It hops up just as the sun is going down and lights up the sky for a much longer time. Now I'm looking forward to seeing it. Well, I'm excited that this year's fall equinox is falling on September 23rd. It's the official start of autumn and when the day and night are exactly the same length. And of course, time to start taking out our sweaters, look for leaves changing colors. And get ready for all things pumpkin flavored. Hey, it's Ryan again. FYI, if you howl at the moon, you'll see the moon in a different color. Really? Really? No, not really. Gotcha! Tomorrow is also an important day for Hispanic Americans. September 15th is the start of National Hispanic Heritage Month in the U.S. Hispanic Heritage Month is the only Heritage Month to start mid-month, from one month to mid-month of another month. Do you know why? The month started as a Heritage Week, and September 15th was picked by President Lyndon Johnson in 1968 to recognize the Central American countries that had declared their independence on September 15th, 1821. The countries were Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. And now we celebrate all the contributions and cultures of Spain, Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central and South America. Do you do something special for Hispanic Heritage Month? We want to hear about it. Drop us a note at hello at the10news.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-877-10-NEWS. Welcome to the Trivia Room! Hi, Owen! It's so good to see you! I haven't seen you since your sister Naomi's bat mitzvah. You look great! Oh, hi, Miriam! Happy New Year and welcome! Shana Tova! Thanks so much! This room is awesome! It's pretty sweet. But, since I have you here, care to give the Trivia Throne a spin? Absolutely! What is going on here? Now, I know you know all about the Jewish holidays and traditions, so I'm throwing you a curveball. National Hispanic Heritage Month has just begun. The term Hispanic refers to a person with ancestry from a country whose primary language is Spanish. 
The term Latino, Latina, or Latin A refers to a person with origins from anywhere in Latin America. So basically, Latino and its variations refer to the geography, and Hispanic refers to a country's language. But do you know which of these countries could be considered both Latino and Hispanic? Is it A, Brazil, B, Cuba, or C, Spain? Ooh, this is a hard one. Um, I'm gonna give it a try. How about B, Cuba? Did you guess it, Tanner? The answer is B, Cuba. Cuba is considered both because it's located in Latin America and the primary language is also Spanish. Wow, that's so cool, Owen. Thank you for sharing. Great. Anytime, Miriam. Tenors, do you want to join me in the trivia room and drop some knowledge? If so, visit the 10news.com slash contact to get in touch and we might have you on the show. Pamela, did it feel quieter in the studio today without Ryan? Yeah, it kind of did. I am already feeling better and will return sooner than later. Also, don't forget to give 10 new snaps to one of our listeners. Ah, uh, yes. But before we do, here's a quick note for the grown-ups. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Time for 10 new snaps. Tenor Lila left this review. The 10 News is amazing because I can actually understand what's going on because you explain it. And I need more and love the 10 things you need to know. Thank you for that review, Lila. And thanks for listening to the 10 News. 10 Things You Need to Know drops every Tuesday and our in-depth reports drop every Thursday. And if you want some bonus content, you could join the Tenors Club on our website or an Apple Podcasts. Take a look for a new bonus about the Barbie movie. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcast and part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. The 10 News creative team is blowing the shofar and includes Tracy Crooks, Logan DeYoung, Kareem Katabayan, Carson Potter, and Chad Shanai. Big thanks to Miriam for contributing to this episode. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. That's me. 
and I'm Pamela Kirkland. And thanks for listening to The 10 News. I think I'm going to go try Ryan's howling at the moon trick again. I like to hear the shofar blast, sometimes slow and sometimes fast. I like to hear the shofar blast. Happy, happy, happy new year.